Welcome to the Willing to Listen South Bruce Proud podcast. Willing to Listen is a grassroots volunteer group based in South Bruce, Ontario, that is dedicated to thoroughly investigating multiple aspects of Canada's proposed deep geological repository for spent nuclear fuel. I'm Sheila Wittick, and I'm so excited to have you join me as we delve into this controversial project. So given the federal election that's ongoing right now, I felt it was important to reach out to our local candidates here and here on Bruce and kind of gauge out their support or feelings on nuclear power and um, what their thoughts were on the deep geological repository in general, just so that our listeners can kind of gauge how our politicians are feeling about it. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to get a hold of most of them, but in today's episode, I am joined by Justin Smith. He is the independent candidate for Huron Bruce. Hey, Justin, how are you? Not too bad. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for agreeing to do this. That's awesome. Uh, So if you wouldn't mind just taking a couple moments to introduce yourself to our listeners. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, My name is Justin Smith. I'm the independent candidate for Huron Bruce in the 44th general election for Canada. Uh, As an independent, I'm hoping to change the uh, the two-party system and fight for uh, freedom, lower taxes, uh, more personal uh, responsibility, accountability, and just in general, just freedom and prosperity. Awesome. I don't think anybody can argue with any of those things. I'll give you a little bit of background about who I am and what I do. I don't know if you've probably heard about the proposed deep geological repository um, for South Bruce. Yeah. And I am the founder of the group Willing to Listen, also the podcast that we are doing right now, samely named, where we're in favor of the process and learning more and all of that. Um, So I just thought it would be a good opportunity to reach out to our candidates for this election and see what their feelings are on nuclear power in general, since we are home to Bruce Power and see kind of what their thoughts are on the DGR. Yeah. So since you're independent, you're not constrained to party beliefs. So that's right. So what, what are your thoughts on Bruce power and the nuclear industry in general? I, I love nuclear power. Uh, It's clean, it's reliable and it doesn't take up a whole lot of space. So for all the environmental people, uh, solar, wind, that takes up so much more space than uh, a nuclear plant does. So I would like to expand it, uh, whether Bruce or, you know, a whole bunch of smaller uh, reactors. Uh, but I, I think it's something that we should be focusing on instead of all those other what so-called renewables. Yeah, I have to agree. You know, I hear as a nuclear worker, I work at Bruce Power, I'm an operator there. I hear a lot of arguments about solar and wind and how we can we can power the country with solar and wind or power the world depending on how far stretched people go with it and I don't think they actually think of how much land it takes up you know like solar and wind you have to majorly overbuild to make the capacity we need to meet baseload let alone peak. Uh, Germany I think it was Germany a couple years ago they reached their maximum uh, potential and it was only something like 60 percent Mm-hmm. So they said we yeah. can't do any more, and uh, yeah, it's it's not, in my opinion, it's not well with the the technology that we have now in the the space that we have available. Uh, I mean, we need to keep our farms for the agriculture for the food, and people need them. So you can't really take over urban areas either. So what else? What other options are there? We need to find something small and powerful. Nuclear. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Obviously. I agree. I'm an advocate of nuclear power. <laughs> I would hope so. 
um, full heartedly <laughs> agree with that. So on the topic of agriculture, what, how do you feel about nuclear and agriculture kind of coexisting? I know there are people of the opinion that they can't, you know, that nuclear impacts agriculture, but I think Bruce Power has proven the opposite. There are farms around Bruce Power that operate just fine. So what's your opinion on that relationship? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. For see any any issues with that, uh, I could understand. Say if it was uh, an inland power plant where they're drawing from, say, underground reservoirs or uh, taking water potentially away from the farms. But being right on the lake, they don't need to worry about taking resources uh, away from farms, whether they do or can't say. But I could see that argument being made. I th- I think they can definitely coexist. Absolutely. It's funny how, how few people actually are aware of the farms that are right around the Bruce sites. They seem to think that, you know, there's a huge zone of non-farming and it's just not true. <laughs> like, like I know driving to work every day, I pass a lot of tractors and combines. So they're, they're, uh, they're definitely there and they're flourishing. They're not hurting by any means, which is amazing. That's I don't want to see agriculture hurting either. No. So while we're on the topic of nuclear, then we'll switch into the DGR conversation. So what, what do you know about the DGR project or the proposed DGR project? Uh, I do know there were two projects, so I don't know exactly which one you're referring to, but there's the one where they uh, were potentially going to uh, bury the, the medium uh, hazard waste, like uh, used mops and boots and, you know, that sort of stuff. And then the, the other one is the actual uh, nuclear rods, like the, the spent fuel and Basically, just uh, have a big underground bunker way down uh, down deep, either of the wastes, depending on which one. And once it's full, you seal it up and pretend it never exists. <laughs> so the one I in that last part, but <laughs> the one in the one in South Bruce is for the spent fuel. Um, yeah, the low and intermediate level uh, DGR was squashed when. Um, the Saugeen Ojibwe Nation voted no. OPG said that if the Saugeen Ojibwe Nation did not agree, they would not proceed with the project. They voted no, and OPG pulled um, the application for that project. So the one here yeah. in South Bruce is similar. It's for spent fuel, so obviously it's high radioactivity, not as much of it. There's very little of it compared to low and intermediate level waste. But like I said, more radioactive. And the same, the same deal applies. If Saugeen Ojibwe Nation says no, it won't go here because it's still in their traditional territory. Um, right. So like, what are, what are your thoughts on that proposed project? Well, a few of them. Uh, so first, it's not only the, the Bruce waste. You're, we're going to be pulling from other plants as well. Uh, so we have to take that into consideration. But the main one is anything man-made fails uh, if it's not properly maintained and inspected. So at one time when it happens to be filled and it's sealed up, uh, I I don't believe that would be beneficial. I mean, there have been other DGRs around the world that have started leaking. And especially if it's on the lake, um, that can definitely be a huge impact. But for as long as it takes to be filling it up, not going to be forgotten about or any issues would happen. So I'm just thinking down the road after it's uh, sealed up. So if we keep it open and regular uh, inspections, that would definitely be a lot safer. Uh, again, whether it be a hundred years, a thousand years, 
at some point, everything man-made fails. Yeah. So it, it's really tough because we have to do something with it. We can't just let it sit there. <laughs> and yeah. We will be accumulating more as time goes on. So it's, uh, <clears throat> we have to do something, but what is the big question? It is a tricky one. As, as, a, as someone who works on site, I know how close it does sit to the lake. So for me personally, even then, I know how safe it is where it sits, but I would feel better with it not right there. <laughs> Just, you know, because it relies <laughs> yeah. so much right now on people. That, you yeah. know, I, I feel like down the road, if we're ever in a situation where we lose control of our society, or, you know, our regulator falls down, or the government's gone, whatever, there's nobody really ensuring that the waste is looked after properly and that it is repackaged as often as it needs to be the way it sits right now um yeah which for me is one of the things that really drives home the 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 theory of a dgr if the rock is proven to be good that it sits in you know i would much prefer that i don't know i don't know if i want it here yet i haven't had all my questions answered specifically to south bruce <laughs> yeah. but I, I am a huge advocate of dgrs in general um i think if they're designed properly or designed at all. I know a lot of the failed DGRs you hear about around the world weren't designed as DGRs. They were just old mines. They threw some stuff down to get rid of it. So it's kind of comparing apples to oranges in some cases. But yeah, I I um I don't know. And the thing with closing it, I do agree. Only recently did I learn that they're going to seal up like the placement rooms as they are filled, but all the access tunnels remain open until they actually decommission the plant or the facility. And the facility won't be decommissioned until the society and the regulator agree to seal it up. So I feel like as long as we want it to not be sealed, it'll stay open, you know? So like, if that's the big yeah. kicker for people, we just make it a point to never agree to seal it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely understand. And it's, it's, it's all about the people. I mean, if, uh, if people are afraid uh, to have it there, then I would put my support for the people because that's why I'm running as, as an independent. So it's it's all what they want. Mm -hmm. We yeah, would have I know. to talk with everybody and see what everybody's views are. And I mean, of course, facts and statistics, but again, ultimately it's up to the, the people in the area, I think, mm -hmm. it, who should uh, decide. Yeah. Yeah, I do agree. I don't think that people in British Columbia should be deciding if we're willing to host a DGR here in South Bruce, you know, like, I feel like it's us, <laughs> you know. <laughs> exactly, because um, they, they'll be happy with it. It's like, good, it's not in my backyard. I don't know how, um, the, what the right way to decide it is yet. I don't know what I feel is the best way, but, and it's so hard when you start thinking about what people want or what people feel, you know, because I feel like it's such an important like we talked about earlier, how nuclear power is so important to, you know, energy production. And I think worldwide to like ending energy poverty and curbing climate change and all those big ticket items that, you know, not dealing with the waste seems kind of counterproductive to the train of thought. And it's, I, I come to the point where I'm like, when are people actually in a place where they can make a decision and be informed about their decision and not just because, you know, my great grandma said that, this would be bad, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there are very few options for, uh, for waste currently anyway. I mean, we have, we can store it above ground, we can store it below ground. And 
plants out there, but they need to be able to accept the the type of fuel that would be going into them. And I mean, our, our reactors are a little bit different than uh, most of the rest of the world, and they're very efficient. So whether or not they could get any more energy out of them or not, I don't know. But uh, even if they did, they would still be radioactive after that process as well. So yeah. again, it leaves us to above ground or underground. So yeah, even if we were to reprocess. So <clears throat> I don't know how familiar you are with with candy reactors, but we use natural uranium, whereas other countries have to use enriched uranium to have their fission reaction happening. Um, so a candy reactor actually could run on spent enriched uranium. So like technically fuel from the states after it's gone through their reactors could be used in our reactors with a bit of reprocessing. And it's possible to reprocess can-do fuel. My understanding is it's more expensive because there's, you know, it's less radioactive, less hot. Exactly, yeah. So like our fuel is safer, you know, than, than enriched fuel. And I always kind of look at that, the Oklo natural reactor in Africa. I don't know if you've heard of it. It was a natural reactor no, that ran for millions of years. They found in Africa, the reaction, the fission reaction was happening underground in the rock and the radionuclides that would be our spent fuel because the uranium's underground didn't travel very far. They only went a meter or two over billions of years. So it's kind of crazy to see wow. that. For me, I'm like, well, that's a pretty good indication that rock can do its job if it's good rock. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, always if it's good different. rock, yeah. So like, I'm personally kind of excited to have them doing the boreholes to see what we're actually working with. Um, I feel like that will help a lot of people make a decision. I know a lot of people are waiting to know if it's actually safe to go here before they really say much. Personally, I would like to see an environmental assessment done before we have to decide whether we're willing or not. I know right now it's scheduled to happen yeah. after, which I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if you can ever get that changed. I don't know. Um, the ball is in our court as a municipality, though, if we are willing to host it or willing to entertain the idea. But yeah, like, how do you feel about an environmental assessment after deciding we're willing to host? Precursor to deciding, because if the environment say, no, it's not uh, environmentally sound to have it here, then why go to the rest of the processes? I mean, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So, yeah. I mean, in general, I don't, like, uh, my, my initial gut feeling and instinct and, you know, is not burying nuclear waste by the lakes i mean why not something more interior more canadian shield or something like that but again i'm not uh, on any of it and that's why i would rely on the experts and the voters the people to uh, yeah. determine which way yeah. so the other site right now is in ignace up in northern ontario and they're in granite rock whereas we're sedimentary and i have have heard that one of the issues with granite rock is it does tend to fracture more often because it's such a hard rock whereas our rock doesn't tend to fracture and if it does it almost self-heals like a salt formation oh okay but yeah I, I don't i don't know either what the best solution is but i feel that's why they're not they don't want to take two communities that far down the process to do environmental assessments on two and you know drag this out longer for two communities but i don't know that they're going to get buy-in if they don't do environmental assessments first yeah, I think environment would be the most important because as we've seen from other uh, nuclear disasters, uh, something does go wrong. Uh, we want to be able to mitigate that as much as possible. And again, that's why 
Uh, I like how our nuclear setup is. I mean, we're one of the safest nuclear, I don't know, generators in the world. Uh, We're we're very safe. We're efficient. And need to continue that through the the waste process as well. Mm. Yeah, I I do have full confidence in the safety aspect in that if it's not safe, the CNSC will not allow it to be built. I know through my interactions with the CNSC, both in and out of work, that they are very, very stringent on on safety. They won't, um, it won't be built <laughs> if it's not proven safe. Well, that's, that's good. <laughs> I wouldn't want it to be. <laughs> yeah, I, and I think it's, I think that is one of the problems though, is that we do have a lot of comparing the DGR to, you know, Chernobyl. And, you know, I hear that all the time about, yeah. we'll be the next Chernobyl but that's physically impossible. And I feel like a lot of people maybe aren't aware that that's impossible. Um, You know, like the fissioning reactor that's actively creating power is very different than the waste that's just sitting there decaying and half-lifing out. Yeah. But yeah, that's very true. But it's it's hard, right? Because nuclear is not a simple, it's not a simple cut and dry thing. Most people, like most normal, reasonable people don't have a whole lot of experience with nuclear and understanding of how it works or you know, I know people who can tell you the decay chains of every isotope out there, and I get lost. <laughs> I just know that it's there. It makes my power. I yeah, some people are on. real experts. and uh... Yeah, there are people who know a lot more about it than I do. And that's where I default. I default to the people who have studied it for their whole lives. Yeah, absolutely. And that's because I, I know basics, probably the same as most people. But beyond that, I, I don't know. And that's where it's so well. Yeah, we have to get rid of it, but it's like, well, I don't feel that it's a good idea. Again, just whatever the environmentalists say, whatever the the nuclear experts say, that'll definitely help the people, I hope, make an informed decision. And if they still are opposed to it, then I would be as well. Yeah, I think it's all about finding that balance. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I I hope that uh, the science and everything... uh, would come up one way or the other, and then we can uh, finally make a definitive decision because right now it seems kind of a going back and forth between well, the different of, people. That's kind of how I and... feel too, and I, I really do hope that you know the the studies they're doing here in regards to it do come up with a clear a clear path forward based on science. Like this is the right thing to do, or this is not the right thing to do. You know, I feel like yeah, that would really help with the community as a whole that we could be like this isn't right or you know like all of the research says that it is so we should go you know we should go this way yeah um, it would definitely help <laughs> definitely help on that note thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me today i really appreciate it yeah my pleasure thanks for the invitation and that's it for this episode of willing to listen south bruce proud i look forward to further investigating canada's plan for spent nuclear fuel along with all of you thanks so much for joining me and remember We don't have to agree on anything to be kind to one another.